Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Hello and welcome to the Winning Side broadcast. Brother Nathan here. I hope you're having a good day so far today. Now, I'm enjoying uh, being in 2 Peter. I hope it's been a help to you. And so we're going to get back into 2 Peter chapter 1 and continue with, uh, we're going to take two fruits today, and uh, we're going to continue with this series of Fruits of Faith. And so let's hear a song. And then right after the song, we're going to get into it. And uh, we're getting right to a song because I'm looking on the list here, and there is no birthdays or anniversaries that I know of uh, that are today. So um, I guess uh, we'll just have to wait until, and it looks like tomorrow's the same way. So, um, But at least tomorrow we can talk about the Saturday birthdays and anniversaries. There, are, There's a few of those. So let's get into the song. This song is Big Enough. Big Enough by the Epleys. And this is a wonderful song. It's going to be a blessing to you. I know it. Right after the song, we're getting into 2 Peter chapter 1. I've sailed through troubled waters on the stormy sea of life. I've seen some gloomy days, walked through some dark old nights. But walking close beside me is a friend who'll never leave. Through troubles and trials I can still wear a smile cause I know he's watching over me and my Lord's big enough to fight my battles, big enough to calm my fears, big enough to solve my problems, big enough to dry my tears. He's big enough to pick me up when I stumble and fall, and when I come to the banks of the chilly Jordan River, he'll be big enough to carry me across. Oftentimes it seems each step I take will surely be my last. And I've been in raging waters where I was sinking fast. But of all the trials from where I started till I reach my heavenly home, I haven't ever and I know I'll never have to go it all alone. Cause my Lord's big enough to fight my battles, big enough to calm my fears, big enough to solve my problems, big enough to dry my tears. He's big enough to pick me up when I stumble and fall. And when I come to the banks of the chilly Jordan River, he'll be big enough to carry me across. Amen, what a blessing. God is big enough to take care of our problems, our storms, the difficulties, the circumstances in life, there is nothing too hard for God. What a blessing that is. I hope that was a help to you this morning, that song. And now we are in 2 Peter chapter 1. The Bible says in verse 5, And beside this, giving all diligence, 
add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge. We talked about faith on Monday. We talked about virtue on Tuesday. We talked about knowledge on Wednesday, uh, yesterday, and now we are talking about two. The next two in line would be temperance and patience. Temperance and patience. What is temperance? We're supposed to add to our faith virtue, and then add to virtue knowledge, and then to knowledge we are to also have temperance. We understand that temperance means self-control. Titus chapter 2 and verse 12 kind of further explains what this self-control is about. It says uh, here in Titus 2, 12, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. That's living with temperance. That is denying ungodliness and worldly lust. That's the self-control part. And then we have, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Well, Brother Nathan, how, how are we to add, how are we to have that self-control that the Bible is telling us that we must have in our life? Well, first we've got to have purpose, right? We've got a purpose to have self-control. Daniel, in Daniel 1.8, the Bible says, But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the king's meat. He exercised here temperance. He exercised self-control, and it started with making the decision before he had to make the decision. He purposed in his heart, I'm not going to defile myself. I'm not going to indulge in this sin because I know it's going against God. And so for us to have self-control, you've got to make the decision before you actually have to make the decision where that choice comes up. Number two, I see it's providence, right? It's purpose. We've got to make the decision. And then it's providence. We can't do it without God's help. God has to supply the strength and that self-control. God is the source of it. And so we must, as we add to our faith, uh, God is the one who gives us that temperance and self-control. So let's ask for it and let's depend on God for it. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And then we have to practice self-control. So purpose, uh, providence, and then practice. 2 Timothy 2.3 says, that, uh, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth, no man that goes to battle, entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. Temperance, self-control. We've got a purpose to do it. We've got to ask God for the ability to do it, and then we've got to practice it. And we actually have to have the faith to go, go ahead and, and do the self-control. Why? Because we're a soldier. Uh, we're not going to purposely tie our hands behind our back when we're going to war. We need to have that kind of self-control, not to be entangled with the affairs of this life. That's temperance. Uh, I think of this uh, restaurant called Fogo de Chao. I don't know if you've heard of that before, and I'll try not to talk too much about food, but uh, if you're listening to this broadcast right at noon, it's probably okay, because hopefully you're having your lunch, or you're about to have your lunch, or you just had your lunch. So Fogo de Chao, what is it? It's a Brazilian steakhouse, Brazilian steakhouse, and it's all you can eat. So they bring out these different meat dishes, uh, the top sirloin, the bacon wrap filet mignon, uh, the uh, 
I, I, the ribeye, all the different kinds of meats, and uh, they're on these big skewers, and you just have that green coaster that says, hey, bring on the meat, and so they come and they ask if you want it, and you load up your plate. Now that place is a very hard place to have self-control, to have temperance, so if, if you're gonna go to Fogo de Chao, you've got, if, if you're purposing not to overeat, then you've got a purpose to do it. You've got to ask God for help, and you've got to practice it while you're actually there. But uh, Fogo de Chao is an easy place uh, to, to kind of lose control and, and uh, eat too much, right? Especially meat, that'll probably last you for two weeks uh, to digest. But anyway, uh, just a, a little bit of an example application. Uh, that we can have about temperance, right? Self-control. We must add that uh, as a fruit of faith. And then this next one is patience. What is patience? It's steadfastness. What is steadfastness? It's standing firm. It's not moving. It's waiting. It's not wavering, right? Uh, James 1-2 says this, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, different tests, Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. I think about patience, and I think of the opposite of patience, which is uh, maybe when you go to a fast food restaurant. It's called a fast food restaurant for a reason, right? You're supposed to go there, order, get it quickly. But if you uh, uh, have some similar experiences like I do, uh, I've, there have been times I've gone to, I'm not going to name the different restaurants, but I've gone to fast food restaurants and it's taken forever to get food. And that's where you lose your patience, right? You almost want to go back into the kitchen and get it yourself. Uh, but uh, fast food um, really is not associated with patience. However, the Bible tells us as a Christian, we must have patience in our life. We must have this steadfastness. We must stand firm. A lot of times we, we get tired of waiting. We get impatient and we're thinking, well, God, you're, you're supposed to do something now. I have a need. It needs to be filled and there's a timeline and, and God, what, what are you going to do? I, I'm waiting for you. And then sometimes we kind of lose our patience and we try to fix something ourselves and realize, man, I just made a mistake. I should have just waited on God. And, uh, a couple benefits I'll give you, and we'll be done here, but benefits of patience. Number one, when you have patience, that steadfastness in God, you just believe God will take care of it. That's why you have patience. Number one, it gives us confidence. God is in control. I don't have to move from my stand right now. I can stand firm with confidence, knowing God is going to take care of whatever I'm going through. That's what patience is. And patience, uh, the benefit also, in addition to confidence, is comfort. I know God is going to take care of it. That's the confidence. Therefore, I'm comforted in, in that fact. I can, just, I can wait on God. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and walk and not faint. That's what we can do as, as, uh, as a Christians who have patience. And then also there's contentment. And we just read that there in James it says that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. We're content. As a Christian, if, if we are having that uh, fruit evident, that fruit of patience evident in our life, then we have confidence, we have comfort, and we have contentment. God's going to take care of it. I have need of nothing because God is going to take care of my needs. He'll supply them as, as He sees fit. 
And so today, let's work on uh, what we've identified as fruits of faith. Um, we have virtue, add to virtue knowledge, and then to knowledge temperance, self-control, and then patience, steadfastness, just waiting on God. God takes care of our needs. God bless you. I hope this has been a help to you. We'll see you again back here tomorrow. It's Friday coming up. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.